Well, indeed, usually the Europe Day is an annual event held around the 9th of May. And um, the EU delegation in Israel is always inviting the government to allocate uh, one of the ministers to come and greet the EU for its festive day. And this day obviously, you know, symbolizes the values that the EU stands for, democracy, peace, first and all, then democracy, human rights, rule of law, minority rights, etc. And this year, the EU delegation in Israel did the same thing and was surprised to find out that the secretariat, the prime minister's secretariat, decided to allocate Minister Ben-Gvir, uh, who is from what's my this political party. And this was a direct collide with the principles and the values that the EU holds. And this began some sort of, uh, you know, back and forth behind the scenes um, sort of contact between the EU um, delegation to uh, the prime minister's office another person, uh, but the secretariat was not able to cancel that decision because Benkri decided that he's going to come. Uh, and so there was some protocol issues that the prime minister couldn't overcome Benkri and he's not answering the prime minister's call for the last few days. So uh, maybe that is part of the issue. And therefore, the EU delegation decided that it cannot um, accept Minister Benkri, who is um, from Otsmai Odit, which is a racist party. It believes in Jewish supremacy and it believes in, you know, um, Jews are above others. And um, it has a fascist, some say that it has a fascist uh, um, manifesto. And so the EU said, the, the spokesperson of the EU said very directly that the, this political party and Mr. Bengri himself stand in stark, stark contrast to the EU's values and principles. This is exactly his words. And do you think, so, think uh, Ben-Gavir was deliberately um, chosen or it was just a random choice of any ministers and the, the Prime Minister's office weren't really thinking? Well, from my understanding, it was a random choice. I never, um, I wasn't able to, you know, to, um, to see if there was anything behind it. I, I'm not sure. So let's just assume it was um, embarrassing diplomatic mistake, huge mistake. Um, look, Europe Day usually is a very simple, you know, it's a, it's a very festive event for the EU delegation, but it's not covered by the press and nobody really knows about it in Israel. Um, I think probably most of Israelis never heard that is, there is a Europe Day uh, on the 9th of May. So suddenly it became a big, uh, you know, festive in the, in the press, in the media. It's rather mm-hmm. ironic, isn't it? Because there's been a few cases in the past where Israel has uh, considered um, um, boycotting certain European countries because of far-right representation in their governments. I'm thinking in the past of Austria, Italy, France, uh, some examples. Now we have um, the exact opposite. The, ter- the tables are turned and Europe is now boycotting Israel for exactly the same reasons, uh, far-right politics, extremism, and uh, racism. I, I couldn't agree more. Yes, uh, tables have turned, uh, but we should remember that many political, many governments in Europe actually have some right-wing political parties, so they are more partly equalized, I would say. But yes, I think your description is very much uh, uh, correct. And um, Ben Gvir has proved himself 
to be not only a damage to the national security of Israel on which he is charged, but also to the foreign relations of Israel. Now, it was always the case, but this is really has become sort of a diplomatic crisis. Um, after one week that the foreign minister of Israel, Eli Cohen, has returned from Brussels, meeting Joseph Borrell, the high representative of the EU for Common Foreign and Security Policy, or the foreign minister of the European Union, in, uh, they sat for an hour, they had a good meeting, you know, despite all other uh, expectations. And actually, it's the first time for a few years that there are kind of good relations between the foreign minister of Israel and the foreign minister of the EU. And this event, just a few days that has started to erupt, a few days after the foreign minister of Israel returned from Brussels, has to some extent maybe changed the, the relations. And, you know, I think one significant thing that happened, it made the EU adopt a formal position and speak very clearly about its values. And this did not happen when this government was, um, you know, was formed uh, in November. The EU sort of kept silent. Uh, you know, we can assume uh, that it never liked this extreme right-wing government, but it never said so. And here, the Israeli government, the Prime Minister's Secretary, had sort of forced the EU to actually make a, a clear stance. Uh, and speak its values. And this, of course, so, isn't the first time that Ben Gvir has caused diplomatic damage to Israel. At the very start of the, this government's uh, tenure, he visited the Temple Mount, and this prompted the United Arab Emirates to cancel a planned visit by Prime Minister Netanyahu. And that visit has not yet been rearranged. You're very much correct. And moreover, the United Arab Emirates actually invited Ben Gvir to its own Independence Day that was held in Israel. So it was the first embassy to actually sort of try to normalize Ben-Gvir and invite him to its own independence reception. And here, and then after he went to um, uh, Temple Mount, they uh, cooled down the relations and even um, it, it became a crisis, as you described. And now we see that other uh, much more expected right, EU comment about such a, a similar event. So, yes, attempts to sort of normalize ben are um, in reverse, and he's causing a damage to Israeli foreign policy. Um, 